0: So you're telling me the old co-host knows better than the new one? Let's discuss. You're locked on coyotes, your daily podcast on the Arizona coyotes, part of the locked on podcast network, your team every day.
1: Welcome to the show, everybody. This is Locked On Coyotes, number one daily podcast on the Arizona Coyotes. I am your host, Robin Leonio That's Matthew Jacobson right beside me on this wonderful Friday. Hope you guys are enjoying uh, getting ready for the weekend. Uh, we are getting ready to talk some uh, Arizona Coyotes hockey in the, uh, the movement way, in their arena way, maybe. Because look at this, Matthew. We're going to discuss whether or not Phoenix is actually on the table. Because I got the... I, I'm thinking... I, I'm looking at the tweet from last night that uh, Grass posted. I just kind of want to figure that out a little bit. Just kind of like made me think a little bit. Because it is a, a a gif of a Phoenix. I thought
0: it was technically a Mockingjay. Um yeah no this I, I i'm taking a nap right just trying to chill and then uh I, we, we hop onto record and robin's like hey do you see this I'm Like, no i didn't and uh it's a phoenix in, in the flames or whatever you know I, I, it's from the hunger. i think it's supposed to be a blue jay but or a mocking jay sorry but it, it's a phoenix we're gonna, we're gonna talk about it. it's a phoenix and and uh this, this individual uh mr bootlegross actually has had from what i can tell decent information more recently i do believe he was one of the uh the people that were behind the, revealing the whole atlanta arena project and how they want to push for another hockey team and uh well that got revealed like what a week after he after he was tweeting about it or he was the source and a, a week after people were, were citing him for it so at the very least recently well i'm not gonna pretend i'm too familiar with them there does seem to be a little bit of credibility to his work and then you're looking at at Arizona Coyotes with a couple of, of, of I'm, I'm going to call them passive aggressive emojis because I don't understand what this, this and this means. But um, Phoenix, only thing we can talk about is Phoenix. And and uh, well, Carl, while well, he's no longer with us, he's here in spirit, uh, apparently is a better co-host than I am because he mentioned this on that live stream when we uh, we got the no vote. And I was like, I don't know, man. And it literally led me down a rabbit hole Like a couple days after that where I wanted to see really how viable Phoenix was as an option. And it's more viable than people think. And as someone who had bought into the propaganda that Phoenix hated the Coyotes and never wanted them and and, and threw them out or whatever, none of that is true. And at least as far back as 2016 uh, with a former mayor's quote, Phoenix has wanted the team back. And I'm just saying, please, Matt Ishbia, save us.
1: <laughs> yeah, it, it it really makes me think, you know, there's a lot of different ways this can go down. But um, you know, the we we are we talked earlier this week about, you know, the uh the, the it was on the boardwalk site, and look as great as it was and as much as we'd love to talk about it, hey, that's the chance of that happening I to be honest, is pretty low. I love to think there's no coincidences, but tribal land, way too many obstacles,
0: right? Um, would also probably require a sale. Just for some context to add on to Robin's point, and if you're going to have a potential sale, why not look downtown? <laughs> exactly. Why not
1: look downtown? Because uh, there is a uh, you know a new owner for the Phoenix Suns, you know, since earlier this year. With um with a with Matt it madish Ishbia take you know taking over that team. He's got the money. And if there is any sense of keeping the coyotes in the valley, y- you really gotta think that downtown Phoenix is your best option. And we've said this multiple times, right? It is seem it just seems like overall the best option, but the only thing that was holding that back is just with the idea that he, that Matt Ishbia has to be interested, it has to go down that way. Um, mm-hmm. if he's not interested, you can throw any idea of downtown Phoenix at the door, put and then potentially just put all your chips into Mesa. Because then
0: I I, I do want to disagree slightly with, okay. with the notion that, that it would require Ishbia or or else everything else is off the table. There would be one other pathway, but it would not be likely. It would not be something that would be easily done, and it would very likely um, end up having a lot of redundancies. So I do really briefly just want to get into this. If Ishbia wasn't interested, there is some land that could be sold down there in downtown Phoenix right in that uh, Legends you know, sports uh, district. Theoretically speaking, wait, looking at these quotes by the former mayor and the current mayor, TLDR, the former mayor, I do believe his name, Greg Stanton, literally yep. said, I'll do everything in my power to get the Coyotes back. And that was as far back as, I think, 2016, 2017. And the current mayor, literally immediately following the no vote, said, you know, we're open to conversations. You know, if Should they want to look at Phoenix as an option? You could have a third venue in downtown Phoenix. Theoretically speaking, that... Look, this is why I'm saying it's a super long shot, all right? Because, like, the the perception was that if you build the TED from the the No campaign, it's going to galvanize the Footprint Center and Desert Diamond Arena. And while I work at Desert Diamond Arena and I'm getting a lot of hours right now, I don't care about them. If they go under, they go under. But with Footprint Center, you're going to lose some shows, but they're still going to get as many shows as they want because Prime, Downtown, a lot of bands have good relationships down there. I was hearing something about an exclusivity contract, but I have no, I have no idea. I'm not looking into that. I'm not a, not a live entertainment. I'm a sports guy. Um, but all right, that would, that, that would kind of like be exacerbated by having the building directly next to it. However, the times where, when my dad used to work at, at the Glendale arena, it was literally I. This is all anecdotal, but it would essentially be like they get a lot of shows when when downtown was overbooked. Having a second building theoretically solves that problem because the nights that would be booked by you know Footprint Center, you could have an event also across the street at Coyotes Arena. It, it, it would be a long shot. I don't know if it's realistic. There's a lot of logistical issues. It would cause like galvanization of, of of or uh, sorry, cannibalization. Of, of the market a little bit, but you theoretically could do it.
1: <laughs> yeah. You theoretically could. Um, I mean, you can look at, you know, potentially other big Metro areas that have multiple venues that are in the same city, but not within, you know, right across from each other like that. Right? There
0: are a couple that like are little, but it's it's what it's the basketball slash hockey arena, baseball, and then football, and like I think the closest one is Detroit. Is that the one I'm thinking of where you have Little Caesars and then the baseball park? It's like right across the street, kind of similar to the downtown Phoenix setup. And then the Ford, Ford Field is like a couple miles up the road.
1: Yeah, what I'm getting at are like are ho- like you know arenas like multi-purpose like arenas like hockey or basketball arenas mm-hmm. that are that close to each other. I mean, like the only other way you can think of is the, tri, you know, the quote tri-state area because, you know, because the New York area slash New Jersey area is just so freaking massive that it has, it it can, it can house those. You know, you have Prudential in Jersey, got MSG in Manhattan and it's called the Islanders new place. I'm blanking on it.
0: Oh my God. What is it? Everyone keeps saying Barclays Center more recently. And I was talking about the Suns thing, so it's I not that. I know it's not
1: that. And they and they left Nassau too, so uh, um, Islanders yeah. Arena,
0: sure, and then people can UBS get boring, Arena in the comments, <laughs>
1: UBS Arena in uh, Belmont Park, which is like what. Right? Brooklyn, is it Brooklyn
0: area? But even no. then, like that is that wouldn't be as close as this, and he, like
1: it, yeah, yeah, that's what I'm getting at.
0: Too many logistical problems. Like it, again, the closest I can think of is my dad was there to open Little Caesars Arena. Like he was talking about the, the downtown setup, Like most of the sports teams are kind of right there in this district. But I've still never seen the pictures, so I could I could be talking right out my my caboose. All right, but we're not going to talk out our caboose right now. We got to get into an ad read real quick. We got to talk about game time. All right. Because, you know, no bowler or, or whatever. Anyway, buying tickets to your favorite events shouldn't be stressful. Game time is a fast and easy way to buy tickets for all sports, music, comedy, and theater near you. With killer deals on last-minute tickets and the best price guarantee, you can stop stressing over the tickets and start getting hyped for the fun you'll have. All right, we're getting into the Rattlers playoff push right around now. I recently just went to a Rattlers game because a buddy of mine hooked me up with tickets, but... If I ever needed to get my hands on some tickets for, let's say, the Rattlers or Mercury or whomever, I'm probably going to at least take a look at Game Time because I would like those uh, best price guarantees. Forget planning months in advance. Game Time has deals on tickets right up to the day of the event. Get exclusive flash deals on tickets for football, basketball, baseball, concerts, comedy, theater, and more. The Game Time guarantee means you'll always get the best price. If you find the tickets in the same section of the row for less... Game time will credit you 110% of the difference. Download the game time app, create an account, use code locked on NHL for $20 off your purchase. Terms apply. Again, create an account, redeem code locked on NHL for $20 off. Download game time today. Last minute tickets, low price guaranteed.
1: All right. So let's, let, let, let's, let's continue this because, you know, we, we kind of mentioned it, it, the. The, the difficulty of the idea if the if the Coyotes were to try to build a second arena, a second venue, uh, in in downtown Phoenix, and um, it's it's interesting because what what what, what, were, what were some of the proposed sites? I think what the uh, the old convention center spot. Um,
0: yeah, that's, that's directly across the street, and like it, it's a decent plot. It but is. Would it fit? Properly, like let's just pretend that it would that- fit in an
1: arena, and then maybe it would definitely fit in an arena. But you gotta um, have
0: a parking garage too because parking is already a nightmare. And but if you you're fit- using it as a double booking solution.
1: Yeah, <laughs> you gotta figure it out somehow. I mean, like I do feel like you have a lot more leeway in downtown doing that than in, um, you know, than elsewhere. Elsewhere, like you need a district, right? Downtown, you're already in a district. Yeah, take care of it.
0: So, I mean, look. Theoretically, all right. Let's just. I'm just. I I want to preface this. I'm going to run with the idea, just for this hypothetical, that the financials work. The city of Phoenix sees the value in having a second arena, so you can double book events or whatever. Like, we're just going to go with this mindset, and we're going to go with the the financials just work, and that's that's what we're going to run around with this framework. Theoretically. While it would still cost a decent amount to get the land to demolish the current site and build a new arena, if you don't need to add on a district, it should be relatively cheap to build that arena. Probably a parking garage and maybe like your physical Sahara Bet sports book right there within the building. Kind of like how they have I think it's FanDuel, uh, a footprint center. You could theoretically also draft do it
1: things at Chase Field.
0: You're right. Andrew, I can't of go Caesar's Caesars,
1: <laughs> Caesar's is that. Is that uh I forgot I keep remember forgetting which one is at which arena. Oh, it's the, the, the like,
0: MGM, yeah, the the out there in, in Glendale. Man, Glendale looks so different now than I was growing up. But anyway, sports anyway.
1: has really changed the sports <laughs> game, like on in Arizona. Like, holy crap!
0: <laughs> but let let's just say that 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 all works and that's fine. That's great. I mean, c- could you knock it down to like? under a billion or around a billion with everything considered and would that be like financially worth it like obviously the profits are not going to be as high and again this is under a lot of assumptions and no we do not think this is what's actually going to happen i just wanted to bring this nice outlandish idea to you guys because why not like what could you (laughs) theoretically
1: yes i mean it can work, I can it, it, like I, like if you put all of that other like you know, if you put this put aside the idea that there will be market competition right across the street, mm-hmm. um, and that no matter that no matter that the money still will show on either no, that'll come in no matter what, if the money is there, the money is there. you could just build
0: the damn thing. I, just, I I I don't know. Like, cause that's the only thing that makes sense, that or finding a way to buy the old fairgrounds, demolish the madhouse and build there. And even then, that's not the greatest area, so it wouldn't be able to support your high-end shopping and the other stuff that you also no, do with the, with the district. Not. And look, maybe that could be what helps turn that area a little up, but I just I don't see it. So like looking at Phoenix, th- that outlandish idea I just presented to you is the only idea that I could see even remotely possible. Outside of
1: Ishbia not being in.
0: Yes. Outside of Ishbia buying them. Because if Craig Morgan's reports are 100% accurate, and so far he's never lied to me personally, I'm just going to go ahead and take it at face value. The NHL will not be a tenant in an NBA building, unless obviously the, the NBA owner also owns the team because of financials and whatnot. (laughs) <laughs> it to the rescue look we already had a a sighting of a a mercedes van outside of the nhl headquarters in new york which yeah. i did run the plate and it, it i i it, it brought up that vehicle i wasn't going to pay the three bucks to see who it's uh who it's issued to but if, if it's safe to assume that that is bear meeting with the league and they're going to force him to sell his portion is it really that much of a stretch with the amount of conversations that are happening behind the scenes for the NHL to be like, look, Alex, sell a majority stake to Ishbia and all of this goes away. Is that a stretch?
1: No, I don't think so.
0: Especially if,
1: you know, like Morello's, Morello can make some um, some money off of sale anyways. Right? Um, I think it's... If the right deal is there, he looks at it and he's like, "Look, one, it keeps the it keeps the team here in Arizona. Two, I make a little bit of money. Like, it's obviously a short term. You can still make. Um, he would technically make a lot more money if he did something on his own, on his own venture. But that's a, that's with the speculation that he's able to find something to build and get it up in time before." The NHL run out of patience.
0: Yeah. And and let's just try to break it down for how it looks realistically to Morello. All right. And for whatever reason, people whenever I get realistic, people assume I'm getting like that. Like, no, like I I still think the team stays here. But I want to present to you what is the likely like mindset being presented to Alex Morello. Your prime real estate, you messed up, you screw up the campaign you ran a bad campaign you did not invest what you needed to you didn't hire the right people if you thought you did you were wrong and you lost out on the ted which would have been the best option it is still currently the best option though it's it's city owned and they will not reenter negotiations you blew that every other from county islands to tribal land would either likely require a sale or require heavy amounts of concessions when it comes to you know cutting in other people on, on profits here or there, or maybe having to pay more for land than it's worth because this person owns this little patch and you got to get that patch. You can have enough to build. So that's already a logistical nightmare. Fiesta mall. I love the idea. You also would be able to have likely uh, a, a decent little entertainment district, at least the hotels, some shopping that wouldn't be able to support high end. But if you did it right, there's still money You'd to be probably made. Could
1: get like middle tier, like mm-hmm. yeah. Middle tier shopping at the most
0: and office space
1: which also yeah, yeah. is is
0: profitable to have people renting out office space 100 so you could do it it would have to be a scaled back and even though the 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 land itself is technically to be a bigger site than the Ted it just it's a different landscape and then you also open up some of those traffic concerns and while it is more centrally located to the East Valley where the the people with the most money are you still might potentially run into some problems and then people like well if you, if you're still bad they still might not hey the traffic's not going to be the greatest and they might not like just not show up in the numbers you want them to it should still 110% be better than Glendale but with there are other concerns it doesn't mean that it can't be addressed can't be fixed right. it doesn't mean it can't be mitigated but it's going to cost money to do that it, it's always going to cost money to try to fix these issues so you have a, a essentially a bastardized version of what you wanted in mesa and that's nothing against the city all right i like the location I, I would not mind if they built there but just from the business perspective comparing it to the ted it's a bastardized version of the of the Tempe entertainment district because you have to get the amount of concessions or the potential complications with a a county island or the complications with the, the local tribes assuming that uh they they'd be willing to do certain revenue splits for this or that you give up a lot of control. You give up the, the ability to have land ownership so many different headaches and as been re- reported by Craig Morgan to paraphrase him, but it's almost an exact quote. It, Alex Morello doesn't really have the interest to own the team. If it's not in Arizona and that sports betting license is a like, gaming license is a really big reason. And he can still make money off of that without owning the team, but the team would kind of help prop it up a little bit. Cause Oh, Hey, he has that physical location in the arena. But if you have all of these headaches all of these potential headaches that are like, is it worth this? Is it worth, you know, am I? is it even worth the amount of money you'd make? To someone like Alex Morello, if, because Ishpia's are, at least a spokesperson for the Suns already confirmed Ishbia's interested in the conversation, should the Coyotes be up for sale, we have no official update that they are. Last, uh, as far as we know, like Gutierrez's last comments a week and a half ago, they are not currently for sale. Anything could be up in the air and have changed in the last week. No idea yet, but all these little headaches, uh, having to make concessions here, complications here, does it just make more sense from his perspective as a businessman to simply sell the team to Matt Ishbia, get out from under the losses? Even if you just, you know, if Bearway's you know portion is forced to be sold to Ishbia, let's just say, I, I think it's like 5%, but I forget. So don't quote me on that. It's a, it's a then, minor portion.
1: And then Ishbia buys a bigger stake.
0: Yeah, and buys the the controlling stake from Morello. Even if Morello still wants like twenty to forty percent, because there's still money to be made and he's still interested. That he can way, still that, do that, that should he want. That it.
1: keeps his gaming that his ability to use his gaming license and have Sahara Beds as a part of the team, and mm-hmm. continue and, and can and can still make money off of it.
0: Theoretically, that, as long as it doesn't cause too much conflict with Ishbia, because he also has a gaming license. So there is still a couple of headaches there, but yes, you still have yes, money to right. be made with less financial risk by simply selling the majority or just, Hey, I tried, you know, the, the spot that I really wanted, I didn't get and then just selling for that reason. Like, would it not just make more sense to sell the team at this point rather than deal with all the potential headaches? Cause while we like a lot of these locations and they are realistic, there are those downsides.
1: Yes. And again, like, I've, like, I've, like, on social media, if you follow me on social media at Robin underscore Leonio, you know that I am a huge fan of the Mesa Fiesta Mall location. Is it because I live about two minute drive away from it? Probably. But (laughs) that's besides the point. I think the Fiesta district really deserves to see some, some revitalization. And I think a, you know, entertainment district of that kind of caliber would still, would, would really, really do that. Um, that said, you know, if all this happens, if, you know, if Ishbia buys a controlling interest, a, a, you know, controlling share of the, of the Coyotes, um, if, you know, if maybe that aspect that we saw with the, you know, with the, uh, the Coyotes van in, in New York City, whether or not that's fair away. It's obviously we have reason to believe it is, um, you know, he sells his 5% stake. He was forced to sell his 5% stake and somehow something else happens. The coyotes move into Phoenix. I have, I have reason to believe and maybe just maybe the, uh, the, that tweet from Butcher kind of maybe tipped my curiosity a lot more in the direction towards Phoenix. It was already there. It kind of tipped me my like, curiosity a lot more. Like, does it is it like okay? This really means something to me. Phoenix, because it could be you know, I mean, obviously it could could they could I mean to me it could have meant hey they're at least staying in the valley for sure because the valley you know people consider the valley still the Phoenix area, but what, I don't
0: know what is. This is a deep cut and this isn't it. It's, it's not going to be it. But what if it was a t- it's the the revitalization of the Ted, the Ted is dead. And then like a Phoenix from the ashes, <laughs> essentially they're going to go over their citizens uh, uh, opinions because again, we talked about it very briefly and this is based off of comments from, from former Giuliano where it's, Hey, they're going to need to f- figure out something to do with getting extra tax revenue or else taxes are going to go up on, on the residents. <laughs> could it be referring to that probably not but no. like if you're talking about no. dead things rising from the ashes the things that immediately phoenix and hopefully mad ishbia but like the them building a second arena in downtown is like a one percent chance and that's stretching it that yeah it, it, it's a long shot trying to to get the madhouse location tear it down and rebuild it
1: technically a,
0: possible but probably not going to happen That's that no. state-owned property you'd have to get them to want to sell which would mean kind of like the county islands thing you might end up having to pay more for money for this party having this portion or whatever but it's like hey you want this Well, you, it'll cost you like gcu took over their little area over there in phoenix because they just like aggressively bought the land like it can be done doesn't mean it's going to that's probably like a 0.5% chance. It's all like slimmer and slimmer. If this is, if this is not a troll and it's onto something and we're talking about Phoenix, because it literally says Phoenix in the alt text, that's gotta mean the conversation with Matt Ishbia had to have happened. That's gotta mean, or at the very least someone's hearing that it happened because what else is the realistic possibility in Phoenix alone? Like where is a large enough parcel of land or an area that, that w- would be good for demolition that wouldn't be, that would be an area you actually want to build.
1: It's, it's, it's a question that needs to be asked. asked. Um, and it, it really just like, there's a lot of things that's really making me think about it. Um, because why else? Because why else? because a lot of people were like oh bring back the the people were mentioning oh the thrashers or the or whatever
0: is I saw it that. the firebirds <laughs>
1: like what is it and i'm like it's a phoenix guys and just like the namesake of the city it, it, seem, it could seem very likely the coyotes could be rising from the ashes and
0: we'll, we'll see we will see. Um I, I'm just gonna go ahead and call it. We're probably gonna call it here, but stay tuned tomorrow for a bonus Friday episode to, to, as a little apology for missing Thursday for for y'all. Uh tune in tomorrow. We we would like to break down just from our little perspective what it looks like if the if the sale happens. We're gonna tomorrow we're gonna just pretend the sale is done and what is the steps moving forward in the footprint center but that will be for tomorrow robin take it away
1: well that's going to be it for today's episode of the locked on coyotes podcast if you like what you heard don't leave a review like comment subscribe if you have yet to already we're available everywhere you get your podcast including on youtube and on the serious xm radio app don't forget to wrap with us on social media we're on facebook facebook.com locked on coyotes and on Twitter at L-O- underscore Coyotes. I'm personally at Robin underscore Leonio. Jacobson is at the AZ Sports Guy. Interact with us. Ask the question you might have. We're gonna answer right back. Or in a future episode of the Lock on Coyote podcast. Thanks again everyone for listening to today's episode. I hope you guys are staying safe out there. Hope you guys are staying healthy. And don't forget to how
0: long.